Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, welcome back. As always, thank you for listening. And please don't forget that Speak It On has a Patreon page. We would love any help you could give the ministry. Today I wanted to ask a pretty straightforward question. How do you feel about your faith? I mean, really, have you ever asked yourself, how do you feel about your faith? Are you serious about it? Most people, if you ask them that question, oh yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. You know, or is it more like a shirt? You know, more like a piece of clothing, more like a necklace, more like a cross necklace. You can take it off if you're going out with some kind, some friends. But if you're going out with other friends, you can put it back on. You know. Um, and uh, it's kind of kind of interesting. I'm not going to get into my discussion about about uh, wearing the cross uh, on the outside. So anyway, reason I'm reason I'm asking that question is because there, uh, as usual, I was listening to one of my teachers and he mentioned a guy by the name of Richard Wormbron. Now, Richard Wormbron uh, is a pretty interesting kind of character. Actually, not a character, pretty interesting believer. He was... Uh, Actually, uh, a Romanian evangelical Lutheran priest and professor, and interestingly enough, he was of Jewish descent. So he was a Jew that had uh, actually become Christian and became a pastor. Now, in uh, 1948. He expressed his displeasure, and this was a Romanian area, about communism. And he's put in jail. Uh, he was put in jail forthwith and put in there a while. But it was more than that. Uh, he was uh, he was tortured really, really badly. In fact, there was a government uh, group uh, that he testified about his captivity to, and he actually, in the middle of this meeting, took his shirt off and showed everybody in the room the kinds of horrific scars he had. Now, in fact, um, this was in Washington that he did this, Washington, D.C., and it was the U.S. Senate Internal Security Subcommittee. Uh, but he brought that, that out, at least at that time. Now, 
Um, why do I bring him up? Why do I bring him up at all? Because it's interesting that uh, increasingly the world is going to demand that the world now God already asked this of us but the world is going to say are you a Christian? are you really? do you really believe that? do you really believe? you know are you, you got a faith of some kind let's see it you know what do you got? years ago there was a uh, a question pastor she still loved to use and it went like this if you were brought to trial for being a believer in Jesus would they have enough evidence to convict you would they have enough evidence to convict you now thought provoking that's what that is But it's it's interesting. The uh, yeah, Wormbrand, by the way, Richard Worm, his work uh, evolved into a group called uh, Voice of the Martyrs. And uh, and by the way, Wormbrand also uh, spearheaded uh, smuggling Bibles into uh, communist areas of uh, Europe at that time. Now, again, you're thinking, man, this is kind of a, this is kind of a downer. Why are you talking about all this stuff? To kind of identify this, what is a martyr? All right, what is a martyr? Because normally, when you hear the word martyr, you're thinking, oh man, that's bad. Martyr means death. Death, doom, and destruction. In fact, most of the uh, the connotations having to do with that word usually end up being somebody died. Now, the interesting thing is, is that the word martyr is really just, I believe, a Greek word. And the Greek word is martus, which means witness. Not just any witness, but a judicial witness. A judicial witness. Which I think is it's pretty fascinating. So, think about it for a second. If you're going to testify, if you were going to testify, could you be convicted <laughs> of being someone who really cares about their faith, about Jesus, about God, about letting that be part of you? Because it's more than something you just wear. It's more than a 
then across around your neck. The interesting thing is, is in the New Testament, Jesus says uh, in Mark, well, actually in Luke as well, but Mark 8, 38, he says, Whoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he come, cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. So, you don't want the Lord of glory, the, who, who is responsible for the creation of all things, to be ashamed of you. That's bad. It's interesting, this particular word, uh, ashamed, uh, is a pretty long Greek word that basically means to, to feel ashamed for something. Not necessarily of yourself, but ashamed of something else. Now, Paul, the apostle, on the other hand, if you look up in Romans, Romans 1.16, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And also in Romans, later in chapter 5, verse 5, Paul adds this, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So, if you have hope, you're not ashamed of that hope. Now, a lot of times we're ashamed of ourselves because of our behavior. Because we don't always behave the way we feel like somebody that belongs to Jesus ought to behave. I get it. Okay? I get it. I've been there. The main thing is, is you can't say, Oh, gee, I'm a horrible witness. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, you know. I'm a horrible example. So I'm just, you know, I'm just not even going to try. Well, no, that's giving up. That's what that is. God can work fantastic miracles with with anything except nothing. <laughs> when it comes to our volition, our will, our our if we will point our will in God's direction in Jesus and and try and by try here's what that means that means every day you're looking at the word trying to find out how you can improve your behavior in Jesus doesn't mean you're a rug and that you let everyone stomp on you that's not what that means 
What it means is, is that you try to conform how you behave and react to things the way the Bible, the way, well, you know, people say, what would Jesus do? That's an excellent question. And Jesus would do what's written in the Bible. So, and if you need help, pray. You need to pray every day. Multiple times if you have to. In fact, I think Paul said, pray without ceasing. Now, he doesn't mean you, you know, you're behind the wheel of the car with your eyes shut. But what he's saying is, you need to always be in communication with the most powerful being that exists. And that's the living God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and his son Jesus. You know? So, as you're mulling that over, let me go back to Richard Wormbrock. And by the way, you can order a copy of the uh, book, Tortured for Christ, that he wrote for free. I believe you can do that off of the Voice of the Martyrs website. Just one for your own use. But in the book, he mentions two things that kind of stick out. And this was told to me. I haven't gotten to read the book yet. I'm still waiting on my copy. But a teacher mentioned this. First thing was, is that when they were uh, gathered up, all the, the... because basically, uh, the communist state at that time, and as far as we know, they still feel this way, is that uh, you're atheistic. Okay, so if you got if you got any kind of faith at all, they think basically you're subhuman. But they put all of the pastors and the Christians all in one big group, all denominations. And it was amazing that eventually they got past all that and became of one of one mind in in the spirit of God. Amazing, okay. But they also took these people and they tortured them. And according to Warren there were two fairly prominent Christian pastors that snapped under the torture and renounced Jesus, renounced everything, and to show the captors that they were on board, they began torturing other other prisoners. Okay? Well, I don't think it's far stretched to say that would be somebody that uh, Jesus would be ashamed of if they stayed that way. Now, God's mercy is great, and His grace is is awesome. So I'm not casting a judgment on their eternity. I don't I don't know that, but I can tell you if they stayed that way, then 
that wouldn't be good. Wouldn't want to leave the planet in that condition. Because remember, a martyr isn't immediately connected with death. It seems to be, and a lot of times it is. But it means witness. Martus means witness. So you can be a living martyr. Die to yourself and live to God as much as you can. And by dying to self, that's a fancy church church phrase of saying, try to weed out the bad habits and the bad decisions and make more decisions based on the Word of God. That's what that means. So, with that thought in mind, I want to encourage you, always. And don't forget to keep on speaking it out. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.